Welcome to the Cam and T Podcast, the ultimate destination for all sports and popular culture. I am your co-host, Tony West. And I'm your co-host, Cam. I'm thrilled to be your guide through the exhilarating intersection of sports and the entertainment world. For the latest game-changing moments on the field, even into the hottest trends of music, movies, and more, we've got you covered. Each episode, we finna dive into the thrilling highlights, untold stories, and the captivating behind-the-scenes secrets that make both sports and pop culture so irresistible. So whether you're a sports fanatic, a popular culture guy, or somewhere in between, get in and join us on this adrenaline-pumping journey through the best of both worlds. This is the Cam and T Podcast. Let's enjoy the action. What's good, everybody? It's your boy, Tony T. Tom West, back again with another episode with my co-host, Cam, on the Cam and T podcast. My brother, Cam, how you doing today, man? Chilling, bro, as always. Living it up, you feel me? Yeah. Living it up. How you feeling? I'm good, man. I'm really good, bro. At this point, man, just we here. We was talking about this a little bit before the pod. Like, we really at that point of the year now. It's football season. Like, I watched a whole high school football game on Sunday, on, on Friday. It was amazing, by the way. Yeah. That Carrollton versus Langston Hughes, that was a great game. So we, like, fully into the college football season. So that's exciting. I'm super excited about that. Um, But, yeah, it's still, like, we're not fully, fully in. So it's a little frustrating, too, as well. Like, me and you was just kind of talking about, like, I'm ready for it to be full on. Football season, we back, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm ready yeah. to do it, man. Um, so yeah, bro, extremely excited and just ready to get the season on and popping, man. That's really where I'm at with it at this point, man. Yeah, I feel you, man. I'm the same way. It's like we so close, you know what I mean? We just gotta we just gotta hold out just for yeah. a couple more weeks, man. Just a couple more and, weeks, um, bro. Yeah, really a couple more days. But, days, yeah. Um, but man, we can just we can just make it there, man. I'm excited to get into the grind of it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like the weekend, week out. You know what I'm saying? That, that's really that's really uh, to me. It's the best part of the year. You know, yeah. um, just football season, man. So I'm ready for it, man. Yeah, man. I'm extremely excited for the season. Um, extremely, just ready, man. Just ready to get everything going. Um, I do want to kind of just give a rundown of everything we got planned this month. Um, and then we'll go ahead and kind of talk about what we're going to be talking about in the show today. And if y'all could go ahead, subscribe to the channel on YouTube, get in here, um, get the likes up and, and let's get this thing rolling. Um, but yeah, man, I think one of the things I wanted to kind of cover is we know college football is back soon. We're going to talk a lot about that today. Um, week one will be in Charlotte, September the 2nd. Um, we will be in Charlotte at the Charlotte, you know, um, the UNC versus you know, South Carolina game. We'll be doing interviews out there like we did for the Panthers pre, um, the Panthers training camp game. So come out there, show us love. We'll love to talk to y'all. We got, you know, we're going to be out there just asking questions. So we got a lot planned for that. Excuse me. The week after that, literally, um, September the 10th, we'll be in Atlanta at Mercedes-Benz for the Panthers and Falcons game. We'll be doing the same thing, interviewing. And I know my Panther fans are going to show up, but I actually want to get some Falcon fans in the content as well. Um, so definitely going to be excited about that. So that's kind of what we got going on the next couple of weeks. It's going to be busy, but we're excited. We're glad to have football back. So 
that's kind of the rundown on what's on what's happening this week. Now, let's go ahead and talk about what the show is going to kind of be about today. So today's show is going to focus a lot on college football. It's going to be a big college football day on here. We're going to talk about the college football power rankings. The AP polls just came out, I think, last Monday. Um, so we'll talk about that a little bit, where we might replace Guy and, and teams and stuff like that. We'll talk about some possible who might be a Heisman winner, maybe a comeback player of the year, whatever the case may be, or our bust-out player of the year. We'll talk about that a little bit. Then also as well, we're going to talk about the Carolina Panthers had a, another kind of rough week. Uh, so we'll talk about that first. Uh, and should we start to worry and mainly about the offense? Um, so we'll touch on that, and that's kind of going to be the show today. So it's probably going to be a shorter show because next week we'll actually be talking about games. We got USC. They're playing um, – I think they're playing San Jose State next weekend. That's going to be – you know, it's not going to be a great game, but it's going to still be something worth watching. USC has a lot of hype behind them. Caleb Williams is coming off the Heisman year, so we'll talk about that. And then also as well, Notre Dame as well plays Navy next week. So we actually have football games coming, Cam. So that's the great thing about this all. Um, so let's go ahead and let's talk about the Panthers real quick. Let's just go ahead and get it out the way. The Carolina Panthers lose another preseason game. They did look better. Um, 21-19, they did put up points, especially in the second half. Um, and the, 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 starting, I mean, the starting offense, again, was just not really good. Um, let me ask you this, Cam. Is it time to start worrying about the Carolina Panthers offense mainly? Is it time to start worrying at this point? After two lackluster preseason offensive performances, is it time to start getting kind of a little concerned at this point? Um, I would say I'm going to say no. Okay. And the reason why, And the reason why I'm going to say no is because, once again, um, you know, it's a first year head coach on the team. Well, first year for us, you know what I'm saying? And Frank Wright. Um, obviously you got the rookie quarterback. Um, and you got a devastating injury on that offensive line with Austin Corbett being out um at right guard. Um, we haven't seen uh Miles Sanders at all uh this preseason. Um, you know, obviously he's gonna be RB1 and he's probably gonna be the focal point of our offense this uh, upcoming season. I think you can make the argument that he's probably the best player on the offense right now. Yeah. Um, and so I would say since we haven't seen him and what we actually can do on offense, I'm going to say no. Um, but I will say there is cause for concern and it, there is some alarm that needs to be raised among that offensive line and kind of among that wide receiver core as well. Um, so let me start, let me start with the offensive line real quick. And, you know, first and foremost, um, Iki Kwanu is in his second year. So far in the preseason, you know, he might be set up for a second-year slump, a sophomore slump. Um, I'm not going to panic for his career. I'm not going to say, like, oh, it's over. We need to be looking to get yeah. a legitimate left tackle. I still think he's going to be the left tackle of the future for the Carolina Panthers. But he's still in his second season. He's super young. He's only 22 years old. He'll be 23 this upcoming season. Um, and, you know, I think ultimately he's got a lot of potential, mm -hmm. um, and, you know, it's just going to take some time, um, you know, left guard spot, Brady Christensen, I think he's got the job locked down. Um, I'm not really worried about Brady myself. I know a lot of Panthers fans kind of think he's the weak link among the offensive line, but there are other issues that are more prevalent than Brady Christensen at left guard. At center, Bradley Bozeman. 
he's going to, you know, be our center for years to come. He's solid in that, in that, uh, in the, up the middle. And then right guard is really where the issue is, right? Uh, Taylor Moten at right tackle is fine. You know, really don't need to dive into that. But right guard is where I'm a little worried about. And I know you can agree to this too, man. Like, Austin Corbett being out is probably going to be what hurts the Panthers early on in the season. And mm-hmm. depending on how, you know, how long it takes for him to come back from injury, it could be, you know, the difference between winning and losing. The difference right. between the difference between the offense's offense scoring points or not scoring points, right? The difference right. between a three and out and a touchdown, you know? Um, so ultimately, if the Panthers can figure out what to do at right guard, you know what I mean? Cade Mays may not be the option or excuse me, may not be the answer. Chandler Zavala, maybe he is, maybe he is. He's also a rookie. If the Panthers can figure out how to square away that right guard position until Austin Corby gets back, they'll be fine. But until then, it's going to be um, – they're going to be in trouble. Bryce Young is going to be in a lot of pressure. Yeah, I mean, you pretty much took everything I was going to say. Um, I mean, like I said, I think the O-line – it's been some struggles. I, I don't like seeing Icky getting beat on just regular, oh, you know, regular little tricks. Um, yeah, so that is a little concerning. But once again, you know, I'm, I, it's still preseason. So I don't want to be too like, oh, it's the end of the world. You know, I don't want to go too far into that. Um, and I think you said the point I've been trying to tell people since April. This Panther wide receiving court is not good. It's not. Yeah. It's not good. It's, it's just not. And I talked about this a little bit on Friday when, when the game ended. We have a 33-year-old Adam Thielen that's pretty much like almost washed. Let's just be honest here. We have DJ Chark that's really only had one really good season. Besides that, he's been a mediocre average guy. He's been just a guy pretty much the majority of his career. Then you have LaVisca Chenault that can only run one route. This little swing real route that he runs, that's the only route he can run. Let's just be honest. He can't run routes. He's more of like a running back, really, more than anything. Then on top of that, you have Jonathan Mingo, who's a rookie. And then you have Terrence Marshall, who's also kind of a, right now, just a guy, and he can't stay healthy. Now, he did play good down the stretch last season. We talked about that a a couple podcasts ago. He did play good coming down the stretch of the season, but he just, it just, it's, I don't know if it's going to be wide receiver one material to to have him be such an impact on the game. I just don't see that for the Panthers personally. Right. Um right. so I think this wide receiving core sucks. I think it's a bottom five group. I think it's right down there with the Texans, right down there with the Falcons, right down there with the Giants. They'll all it's, it's right down there with all of them. So I think the wide receiving core is almost almost as to me almost more of a problem than the O line because they can't get separation. I don't know if you watched that game on, on, on Friday. The wide receiver ones were getting no sep. None. Right. It was nasty work. Like, they weren't getting no separation at all. So you got to really take that in contention and really think about that because Adam Thielen washed. I mean, that's just the truth. Like, he's just an older guy now. Um, You know, it just is what it is. So I think my concern more so is the wide receiving core. Like, in yeah. my opinion that's what i'm more so concerned about yeah and i think you know ultimately you know as the season progresses we'll see what uh 
you know, what happens with that wide receiver core, if Terrace Marshall or Jonathan Mingo are going to step up and become, you know, that wide receiver of the future. But I agree. I don't think, you know, I don't think this wide receiver core is something that, you know, teams should be raving about. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think it's, I think it's, I think it's a solid core. Like it's, it's, it could be a whole lot worse. Um, But at the same time, you know, there is no, no one guy that's going to step up and, and be, you know, that guy, we don't think so, right, at this moment in time. We haven't seen it yet. Um, but I will say that, um, that once again, the team is going to run the ball mostly, it seems. Yeah, like. this it's going to be a, be a run team that runs offense. the ball. Yeah. yeah, this is going to be a team that runs the ball. We're going to get our yards. We're going to get our touchdowns on the ground. Um, I'm expecting a, a solid year from Bryce Young. Um, you know, just – and when I say solid, I mean no turnovers, right? Well, we're going to have turnovers, but right. no turnovers that kill the team. And um, I think he's going to have like a modest touchdown amount, right? Um, but ultimately, I think the offense is going to be okay. I do still believe in Frank Wright. Um, but, you know, once again, you know, when you look at Frank Wright's career, you know, to my knowledge, especially in Indy, they didn't really have a great wide receiver core either no. there. Mm-mm. You know what I mean? It no. was a bunch of well, it was a bunch of wide receiver yeah. twos and threes. Yeah. yeah. Guys that can guys that can, you know, they can make plays, they can get catches, but you don't have no alpha dog, somebody that you're gonna just target the ball to, you know. Because even you know that volume. Most on most teams, man, Michael Pittman is a wide receiver too. Just to yeah. be honest. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't I don't think he's that good in my in my opinion. I, yeah, I, mean, I, I don't really no, personally. No offense, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no offense to him. Like I'm not saying he's a scrub, but like I don't think he he ain't nobody to put no fear in nobody's heart. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. Like, um, so ultimately, you know, we'll see as the season goes along. Like you said, I agree. I think offensive line and wide receiver are really the, the main two things that we need to be looking at. Um, I'm impressed with the running backs. I think all three of them are solid. Um, I know a lot of people, you know, I think we need to give a shout out to Blackshear because he's yeah. definitely looking like he's going to be, you know, in line for a lot of uh, a lot of plays this upcoming season. So, um, but yeah, man, I think I, I'm i not ready to call it quits on the offense yet, um, but I am a little concerned, we put it that way. Yeah, and I think this guy kind of said it perfectly. I am Jalen. He said, I think they'll probably scheme a lot of guys open in the passing game. That's what they're going to have to do because yeah. not trying to be rude. None of these guys are really that talented. I think yeah. I think my guy Christopher Lewis said it earlier. Mingo is probably the one with the most potential on this team. Um, mm-hmm. That catch he made where he bounced off the guy, that looked real DJ Moore-ish. Like, that looked just yeah. like DJ Moore. <laughs> and, I was like, Man, that, that, and I think me and – um. Shout out to um, Lord. Um, shout out to my guy. He was on the pod with us. Um, somebody we were just talking about this on Twitter anyway, but uh, we was just talking about how that play looked very similar. Monty, it was me and Monty. Monty from Four Man Rush. Shout out to him. He was the one saying like, "Man, this looks like DJ Moore all over again." I was like, "Man, he put a picture, a video beside the two, and it was like the same movements, the same." So I was like, "Yeah." This is very similar to what we've seen with DJ Moore. So I think he does have the most potential. But, yeah, the Panthers are going to have to scheme guys open. That's the only way they're going to really have success as far as passing the ball because they just don't have the the athletes as far as wide receiver-wise that are going to really put any fear in anybody like kind of what Cam said. Um, So, yeah, that's pretty much that. 
Uh, I do kind of wonder what we'll see this week with it being the last week of the preseason. And then on top of that, they actually play the Lions like pretty early in the season. Mm-hmm. So if you thought things were vanilla before, they're probably going to be even more vanilla this week. Um, they probably won't show nothing, honestly. Um, so I, I kind of wonder how much uh, like starters are going to play too because, once again, this is the team they're going to see probably in like, what, about a month and a half? Um, yeah. Two months. So, I mean, they're going to see this team again pretty soon. Um, so I kind of wonder, will they not show their hand that much against, you know, um, the Lions? So we'll see. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. I wouldn't be surprised if it was a full Matt Corral game against yeah, the Lions. I wouldn't be surprised like, either. I yeah. wouldn't be surprised. It. I think you might get, at most, you might get one series out of Bryce Young, at most. Yeah. But I think it's a. I think it's going to be another Matt Corral game. Yeah. Um, you know, and because we're still looking at, you know, is he going to even – uh, excuse me, is he going to be on the team, right? right. Like, we're still thinking about if we're going to trade him or not. So, right. um, so yeah, I think ultimately, you know, we should wait until Atlanta week one for the, uh, you know, kind of the the the, oh, the causes. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Um, you know, to, to see, you know, is this offense really anemic or is this just that vanilla play calling that Frank right. Reich is talking about? Um, yeah. But I do want to say, like you said, the second half offenses look very good. Um, to be honest with you, it's looked a lot better than that first half offense. And I think that's in part to Thomas Brown's play calling. You know what I mean? Um, so the Panthers, uh, for for those of y'all listening, um, Frank Wright calls the plays in the first half. Thomas Brown, the offense coordinator, calls the plays in the second half. Yeah. Um, I don't know how that's gonna work throughout the season. You know, maybe the Panthers are trying to figure out, you know, whether it's gonna be Wright, whether it's gonna be Brown. Um, I know, you know, kind of before the season, during uh, before the even training camp, um, when we were kind of finalizing the coaching staff, um, you know, it was there was talks that um, that Reich and Brown were going to kind of share the play calling duties. Yeah. Um, but maybe they shouldn't share them. You know, maybe, you know, maybe it should be all Thomas Brown right now. You know, front that's that's how I'm I'm uh, seeing things um, because the offense just seems to play with a a little bit more sense of urgency in the second half. Um, I like the play calling. Um, but once again, it could just be Frank Wright, you know, just hiding his cards, right? Like yeah. it, it could be something as simple as that. So um, oh, Christopher Lewis asked, How hurt is Andy Dalton? We ain't seen him at all this preseason. I don't know if Dalton is actually hurt he's, or if he's, he's just I, yeah, I, don't I think they're just holding really him up. I think yeah, I think it's kind of a I've been in the league for 12 years. There's no reason for me to be playing preseason football, which is yeah. correct. Um, and, he and, says it's, they they got to put something on the injury report. So I think they were saying yeah. quote unquote back strain or something like that. I don't think yeah. he's really hurt. I think he's just kind of like I'm not playing preseason football at this point yeah. in my career, and I don't blame him. Um, yeah. To be honest, he'll, he'll suit up for week one. Um, yeah, I think he just they just holding him out for for preseason, and and I think there's it's good reason for that. So Dalton doesn't need the reps that the other quarterbacks no. on the team needs, yeah. right? Like. That's one thing I will say that Reich is doing better than the previous regime. He's giving the guys that need reps the reps. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Dalton, he's going to be your backup quarterback this year. You know, God forbid Bryce Young goes down for any reason, or God forbid Bryce Young just ain't ready for the for the moment yet. Yeah. You got to put Dalton in there. You know what I'm saying? So you just don't want him to be hurt um, going into the season. So I think that's really what's going down. Um, he might be dealing with something like an injury, but I don't think he's actually hurt enough. To where he's no. actually out. I think he's just resting from yeah. the preseason. Yeah. During the preseason. Yeah, I, I think that's more so like 
a precaution at this point. I don't yeah. think that's really like, oh, he's hurt situation. Uh, but yeah, let's go ahead and move on into college football. I mean, we're, we're here. We talked about this earlier um, next week. I mean, we have football games that will be on on Saturday that actually mean something. Um, so, you know, we're getting to that point now where it's fully college football season. We're excited. It, it's officially here. I mean, y'all know me. College football is my favorite sport, period, anyway. Um, so, you know, next week we got Navy versus Notre Dame. And then we have, you know, San Jose State against USC. Those are the two kind of bigger games that everybody's probably going to be watching next Saturday. Um, so, Cam, do you want to go over the rankings first of what the AP poll has put out or – and then we just give our synopsis. Do you want to just, you know, kind of just go over each of them? Yeah, so I figured what we can do, you know what I'm saying? Uh, let's just go through the rankings. Okay. Um, if you if you got it pulled up, if not, I can find it. I got it, it pulled up here. So okay, I have yeah. the top 25 AP pulled up. I'm going to run through it real quick of each team and kind of we'll kind of break it down from there maybe where we would put these teams. Um, you want to share your screen? You got it. Yeah, already. actually, uh, yeah. Let's let's do that. Actually, I'll share my screen. Also, first, I actually pull it up because I have pulled up on my phone here. So I'm actually going to okay. run through the teams first, and then I'll also pull it up on my screen and share it as well. Um, but, but okay, let's go ahead and go through the rankings. So these are the AP rankings as of right now um, for the college football season going into the year top twenty-five. So at number one, unanimously, pretty much, they received sixty votes. Um, UGA, of course. Um, so at number one, UGA, number two, Michigan, number three, Ohio State, number four, Alabama, number five, LSU, number six, USC, number seven, Penn State, number eight, Florida State, number nine, Clemson, number 10, Washington, number 11, Texas, number 12, Tennessee, number 13, Notre Dame. At number 14, we have Utah. At number 15, we have Oregon. At 16, we have Kansas State. At 17, we have TCU. At 18, we have Oregon State. At 19, we have Wisconsin. At 20, we have Oklahoma. At 21, we have UNC. And at 22, we have Ole Miss. 23, we have Texas A&M. I don't even know why they're on here. We'll jump into that in a minute. At 25, we have Tulane. And at 20, uh, at 24, we have Tulane, excuse me. And at 25, we have Iowa. Um, and then the top people receiving votes, which you can kind of say are 26 and 27 and 28, pretty much 26 is T uh, Texas Tech. 20, um, 26 is Texas Tech, 27 is South Carolina, 28 is UCLA. Um, so I'll kind of stop there. So that's kind of what the well, that is what the AP poll is right now. And I'm actually gonna pull it up on my screen. So for the viewers that are watching this now on YouTube and continue to subscribe to the channel on YouTube as well, they can also see it. Um, so those are pretty much the rankings. Um, let's kind of go through this thing one through one, Kim, because we said we kind of want to build our own, you know, um, you know, top 25. So at number one, best team in the country, Georgia. I don't think nobody's going to argue that. I don't, I don't think yeah. even a Georgia tech fan at this point would argue that. <laughs> That's just yeah. what it is. Like, I think everybody pretty much knows they are the number one team in the country. Um, and let me know when you can see my, my screen here. I can see it. Okay, perfect. So, we have Georgia at number one. Let's go over the Georgia thing. Do you have a problem with this, or you think this is pretty spot on? Nah, I like Georgia at one. Here, what I'm going to do, too, real quick, I'm going to write down, since we're going to build our own top 25, I'm going to write yep. down who should be 
on ours. So yeah, number one, I like that. Um, hold on, let me see. Can we share our screen at the same time, or is it just one? I think it only allows one. You can try, um, but I think it only allows one. Let me see. Yeah, but I think it only allows one for as of right now. But I think, like I said, while you're figuring that out, I think Georgia at number one. I don't think nobody would argue that at this point. I don't. I don't think. I think the discussion starts at number two, in my opinion, um, for me, or, or or three. Some people might even say three. Right. So, do let me know if you can get that that share screen up. If not, I'll go ahead and keep continuing to share mine. Yeah, I can't. I think, it's all yeah, good. I think it's only one. Okay, so then at number two we have Michigan. Um, they they received two votes for number one. Um, for me, I like this. I think Michigan is the second best team in the country right now. Mm-hmm. I think you could make an argument for Ohio State, but they have beat Ohio State and they have less questions than Ohio State. So I yep. have Michigan at number two as well on my board of where I would have them ranked. So what about you? I agree. Everything you just said, I agree. I think, um, yeah, I, I, yeah, I think Michigan, they're returning their quarterback, um, McCarthy. Um, he's got a lot of experience. He's got college football playoff experience. Um, really, he's the most experienced quarterback, really, out of all you can, you can really say out of the top five teams yeah, top out there. Four, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, he's, he's got the most experience there. So I would say McCarthy, and then obviously they got, you know, arguably the best running back duo in the country in Blake Corum and uh, Edwards. So, yep. um, so Michigan is, I would say they're, a, um, they're definitely number two for me right now. Yep. I agree. At number three, you have Ohio state. Now they have a lot of questions, obviously um, at the quarterback. Have they even, I don't even think they named their starting quarterback yet. I don't think. I don't know. Um, uh-huh. So yeah, Ohio state at number three, but that wide we already know they're stacked at wide receiver. They're pretty much stacked at every other position on the, the field, but quarterback. Yeah. Um, and they're really even stacked there for real. We just don't know who's really who's gonna it? be the yeah. guy going, yeah, going forward. But Ohio State at number three, I don't have a problem with that. That's probably where I would put them as well. Um, I think at number three, I would probably place Ohio State where they're actually located. Yeah, I agree. Um once again. You know, really, it's just who's going to play quarterback for them. Um, yep. You know what I'm saying? Who, who, who is even on their list? Like, who they got, um, who they decided between? Um, so there's three between Devin Brown and Cal McCord. Now, Cal McCord was um, Marvin Harrison Jr.'s high school quarterback. So they okay. already kind of have that chemistry. I don't know who's winning that camp right now. And if it's Ohio State fan in the comment section, please let us know because they they seem to be everywhere. Um, so if there is Ohio State fan somewhere, you can let me know who's kind of leading that race. But from what I know, it's kind of been pretty much kind of like hush hush. Nobody okay. has really said much about it. Um, so okay. yeah, that's pretty much where we stand on that. Now, next we have um Alabama at four. This is where I'm going to disagree. I think mm-hmm. LSU is better than Alabama. I do. Mm-hmm. I think LSU should be the number four team in the country, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, I would probably put Alabama at five, but with them having to bring in Buckner from Notre Dame, and he's not even good, the fact that they had to bring him in already tells me they don't know what they're doing at quarterback. 
they they if, if they brought him in as an option, Jalen Milrow and Ty Simpson must suck. Like mm-hmm. I'm just gonna be straight up. Like they must be pretty far off from being ready. And Tommy Reese was his OC at Notre Dame, and Tommy Reese is really not that great of an OC either. Mm-hmm. I think Alabama probably should be at five on this list personally. Yeah, what we we looking at? Yeah, I would say number four for me. I would go LSU. Almost um, again, the experience, yeah, um, is a is a factor. They got one of the better quarterbacks in the SEC, and Jaden Daniels. Um, so yeah, I would probably put LSU at four. At five for me, I would probably, I would probably go USC to be honest with you at five. So you would go USC over Bama. Yeah, I would say USC over Bama right now, and 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 it's really just because Ooh, USC got ex- USC hot. just got the best quarterback in the country, man. That's true. You know what I mean? I just think I just think garbage, when you, huh? That defense is garbage, though. That's the only reason I can't put them over Bama. I just think when you when you returning, you know, such an elite quarterback like that, you know what I mean? Um, because we don't know what Alabama's offense is going to look like. They could be anemic this year. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. True. Like their their offense could be as bad as USC's defense. We just don't know it yet, you know. Yeah. So I would say I would put USC at five just because of Caleb Williams alone. Then I will put Alabama at six. And this is no disrespect to Alabama. I just think that these are really good teams right here. Like this top six, I can see any of these teams going home with uh with a national championship come January. Yeah, for sure. So yeah. Um. So that's no disrespect to Alabama. I think I think college football this year is going to be really good because I think there's more teams that yeah. are in contention for uh for a college football playoff berth. But yeah, I will put Alabama at six. Um, mm. but who? So who do you have? So you have Alabama at five. I, I, got, I, I'm gonna keep Alabama at five. I'm putting USC at six because, like you just okay. said, they have the best quarterback in the game. I don't yeah. think nobody's arguing that at this point. Um, that defense is my main concern. That they did pick up Bear Alexander. But I'm still con- super concerned about that defense. They're just not yeah. really good. At seven, they have Penn State. Um, I'm going to be honest. I actually like this ranking. I probably mm-hmm. would put Penn State right at seven. They're super loaded. Penn State has a really good running back room with, led by Nick Singleton. They finally have a quarterback that's actually worth something in Drew Ehlers. That linebacking core is probably the third best linebacking core in the country. They have one of the top D lines in the country. I think they're top four right up there with like Georgia, Clemson, Florida State. They're right up there with them. I think Penn State at seven is magnificent. I think that's exactly where they need to be at. Yeah. Um I won't argue there. I won't I won't disagree. Um like you said, they got they're returning a lot and they've got experience. Um so I I would agree Penn State yeah. can stay at seven. Yep. So at eight, they have Florida State. Now, here's where I go into a tangent. Florida State, it's good. I'm not being a homer. I'm being straight up. Florida State's going to be a really good team this year. And the ACC is literally going to come down to Clemson and Florida State. I don't think nobody's even trying to argue that. I don't even think teams that are playing are trying to argue that. They know it's coming down to Clemson and Florida State. So let me go ahead and say that here. I do not understand the Florida State hype over Clemson when they have not beat them in a decade. It's been a decade since they beat Clemson. The last time they beat Clemson was 2014. It is 2023. We're going on nine years that they have not beat Clemson. And Mm. pretty much the majority of that time, Clemson has smoked them. Like the games haven't been close. 
So yeah. I don't really understand. Even last year, like people say, like, oh, well, Florida State came back. Clemson was up 34 to 10 in the fourth quarter and said, yeah. okay, we're bored. Let's let them come on back. Yeah. They put the starters over. Yeah, yeah. They pulled the starters and everything. Like that game yeah. was jover. It was over with, bro. So I really don't understand like the Florida State hype. You look at the last seven games they won that everybody's hyping them up against. They played a bunch of nobodies. Nobodies. Literally, they didn't play not one ranked team on the way to winning all those games. I don't really understand why Florida State is getting this, oh, they're going to make the playoffs hype. I don't see it personally. I think they're going to win nine or ten games. But I, I don't understand the hype of they're going to be a national championship contender. They're going to be – and I know they bring a, a lot back and all that. That's great. But I'm telling you, last year when – Florida State played against ranked teams. Cam, guess how many times they won? Give it to me. Zero. Zero. <laughs> they beat zero. They were 0-3 last year against ranked teams. 0-3. They lost to NC State with a hurt team. They lost to Wake Forest. And that was after Wake Forest they had lost to Clemson dejectively. And then they lost to Clemson. Yeah. And I think two of those games were at home. Wake and Clemson. They lost to them yeah. in Tallahassee. So I don't really understand the hype on Florida State and why they're getting this they're better than Clemson hype. I would probably have Florida State at maybe 10, to be honest. I would probably put Washington above them as well because mm. I'm high on them. So I would probably go at this point, I would go at 8, Clemson, at 9, Washington, at 10, Florida State. So I would do – Um, I agree. I would go Clemson at 8. I'm right there with you. What's good, Doug? Um, but I would go Clemson at eight for sure. Nine, me personally, I would probably go. Um, you see, you said you had who had nine? Washington. I had Washington I, at nine. I would probably go. Um, I'm gonna give Florida State the nod at nine because I am one of those believers. To be honest with you, um, yeah. I think that uh, I think Jordan Travis is a solid quarterback, especially in college. I think he's yeah. one of the top, in my opinion, I think he's one of the top 10 quarterbacks in the land. Um, I think they got a solid wide receiver core. And they brought back my man at Edge Rusher. What's my man's name? Jared Verse. Slipping my mind. Jared Verse. Thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, they brought back Jared first. Um, I think there's a lot of hype to be had with Florida State. Now, I will say that I think the Clemson, um, the Florida State over Clemson hype is a little too they they overdoing it a little too much. Yeah, yeah. Um, because like you said, like I said, all those people that I just named were there last year. Yeah, you see what I'm saying. And Clemson is looking to be better than they were last year. Last year, but I don't right. see how. Florida State is going to be better than Clemson this year, but I do think they're going to be a really good team. I think they're going to, I think they're going to make it through the season with at least ten wins. Um, and so I will put Florida State at nine, and you say you got Washington at nine, yeah, and then at ten. See, this is where they get me at ten. I would actually put because I don't know much about Washington. I'll be honest with you, I don't know nothing about Pac-12 football. You know what I'm saying? It's tough. It's tough to get out there and watch them boys. I know they got. They solid. Um, I know they had a, a really good season last year, especially later on in the season. Um, and I know they're bringing back um, Michael Penix uh, or Penix Jr. 
Um, so I would probably put at for me at ten. I'm actually gonna go with Tennessee though. Okay, yeah, you've been high on Tennessee this whole off season. Yeah, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Tennessee at ten, and I just don't think that one season last year. I don't think it was a fluke. Now, right. would they be as good as they were last season? Probably not. You know what I'm saying? Right. But I do think they're a tough opponent. Um, I think what I seen from their quarterback last year in the Orange Bowl against Clemson, I mean, he pretty much decimated us. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I know he's been in school about six years now. But, um, yeah, man, I just think that Tennessee offense is very quarterback friendly. Yeah. Um, I think they can turn him. There's a good chance they're going to turn him into an NFL quarterback. And um, I just think ultimately, um, I think Tennessee deserves that respect to at least be a top 10 university um, yeah. right now. Okay. So let's move on to um, – so we're down now. We pretty much finished out 9 and 10. So at 11, they have Texas. I am big on Texas this year. I kind of like that. I know a lot of people are like Texas is always overrated. But I think at 11, I probably would go Tennessee, like you said. I think that offense is completely – Super friendly. Um, I like the Tennessee offense a lot. I think it's going to be really good. Um, and I'm gonna bring the share screen back up in a second here, but um, okay. I think I think that you know, I think Tennessee. Josh Heupel has did such a great job just recruiting and also as well just being able to pretty much establish one of the most intriguing offenses in college football, like. Any offense, any quarterback that steps into that offense is going to have a lot of success. You can even look at Hendon Hooker, for example. When he first came to, you know, Tennessee, he was a not really that good of a quarterback at Virginia Tech. Um, just was just just a guy, pretty much. He comes yeah. to Tennessee, and all of a sudden, he's a Heisman hopeful. Yeah. Um, so his offense is just completely friendly so i think i can see tennessee being a top 10 team and like you said i mean you look at the top 10 i think almost dang near every team in the top 10 this year in college football could possibly win a national championship like it would not yeah. surprise me at all if tennessee is pulling up 11 and 1 in you know in atlanta and they beat somebody and be in the playoffs it would not surprise me um yeah. just to be completely honest so that's who i would kind of put at 10 for me at least yeah I agree. Uh, you mean 11? Yeah, um, 11, 11, 11. 11. Yeah, 11. Yeah. yeah. Um, so you got – hold on. So you said – let me let me get this straight. So you got um, – so you got Tennessee at 11. You got yep. – do you have – did you have Texas? Where did you have Texas? I'm going to actually put Texas at 12. I think Texas okay. will be for 12 for me. Yeah. So just so flop them. That's what I would do. Okay. Let me get your, let me get your list real quick because I'm writing them all down. So you had Clemson at 8. Washington at nine, Florida State at ten, mm-hmm. um, Tennessee at eleven, Texas at twelve. Yep. Okay. So for me at eleven, I got Washington. Um, mm-hmm. that's where I'm gonna put them at. I think. Um, I think they're probably one of the better teams in the Pac-12 if it's still what whatever's left of it. Um, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> whatever's left of it. Um, but at twelve. I'm gonna put. I'm actually gonna put. Um, I'm actually gonna put Notre Dame at twelve. Okay. For me, talk me um, through that. Why do you think Notre Dame should be at twelve? So Notre Dame actually impressed me late last year in the season. They impressed me very late. 
Um, did they win? They beat South Carolina in the bowl game, didn't they? They beat South Carolina. They did. Mm-hmm. They beat South Carolina in the bowl game. Um, they beat Clemson last year. Yeah. Um, Notre Dame. I think they have some, you know, momentum going into the season. I don't know what they quarterback. I don't know. Oh, they got um my man from Wake Forest. They got uh Hartman. Yeah. I think Hartman is one of the better quarterbacks in the land. Um, he's got a lot of experience. He's probably one of the most experienced starting quarterbacks yeah. in the land for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I, I give me Notre Dame at twelve. If they was in the ACC, they would at least be at least be the second or third best team legitimately yeah. in the ACC. Mm-hmm. I think Notre Dame. Um, their defense is always solid. It's always special. Yeah. Um, and like I said, now they have a proven quarterback. Somebody like last year. It seems like the last couple of years they've always had, well, this guy's just our starter for now, but right. you know, we can definitely do better. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. even going back to Ian Book, like they was Book, yeah. they was really, you know, he was he was just kind of their starter. But I think Hartman is actually a good quarterback and probably the yeah. best quarterback they've had in, in a while. Yeah. So I like Notre Dame at 12. Um, and you said you got who at 12? Texas. Yeah, I had Texas yeah, at Texas. twelve. I think at okay. thirteen, I'm gonna go ahead and put Notre Dame for those exact reasons you just said. Okay, I think yeah. Notre Dame is actually legitimately has a quarterback for the first time. Shoot, feel like since Brady Quinn, dang near. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So they finally got like a, a actual quarterback. Um, so I think they're gonna be really good, and if he can flourish in that offense, that that would be really good for them. Um, their defense, like you said, Notre Dame's defense is always pretty good. Like mm-hmm. I've never disrespected that defense. They're always going to have guys that are fundamentally sound, always in the right place, always doing the right things. Um, and they might not be the most athletic, but they're going to make the right mm-hmm. plays at the right time. Super, super really good um, DB room. I think last year they had that freshman guy. I can't think of his name right now, but he was going off on Clemson. Um, and he was a freshman. So yeah. they they're gonna be good, man. I think his last name might have been Armstrong. I might be tripping, but he he's really good. I think Notre Dame at thirteen would probably be for me at that did, point. Did they bring back um what's their running back name, man? Uh oh Chris yeah, Sommer, yeah, something with an E, wasn't it like Estimi or something like that? I think oh, he yeah. went to the league. Did he go to the league? Okay, yeah. I remember he was cooking. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he was cooking yeah. his last year. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So you said so that's Notre Dame at twelve. Yep. Uh, or excuse me, Notre Dame at thirteen. Uh, for thirteen. Me. Okay. Yep. So for me at thirteen, I got Utah. Yeah. Um, I think Utah, man. They, I think, I think it's gonna be. I think they're gonna be in the mix for the Pac-12 championship. Yep. Um, this year, give me Utah. They won it last year, right? Then they, they won it last, the last two years. Yeah. Oh really? Last two years. Yeah, there you go. Last oh. two years they've won it. Yeah. Well, they yeah. See, Utah. I think they actually ranked a little low. Um, yeah, I think that's what 14. Denzel. I think that's what Denzel was saying earlier. He said that mm-hmm. he feels like Utah has kind of been underrated, and I I'm a, I'm not gonna lie. I somewhat kind of agree. I think Utah should probably be closer to that 12, 11 line, yeah. ten possibly. I think yeah. they should come in that ballpark because for one. They have Cam Rushing. He's another veteran quarterback that's been there for a while. That defense is very solid, always has been. Um, they got some good running backs as well. That's a team that, you know, people need to watch out for. I think they could be really good, honestly. Yeah. They if they 
it, yeah, if they just, you know, kind of hold it down and stay solid throughout the season, I feel like last year was a little up and down. They beat yeah. some really good teams, but then they lost to some, some excuse me, to yeah, some teams. Yeah, Tulane, um, like, Utah, was nasty. I mean, that Florida, that even that Florida team that they lost to early in the season. Oh, you talking about Utah? You know? Oh, I thought you were talking about Utah. Yeah, Utah, yeah. Yeah, yeah Utah, yeah. Um, yeah, Florida, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that 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 Florida game, and they got Florida again first this year, right? Once again, Thursday yeah. night. Yeah. So, man, if um, I think Utah can have a solid season. I got them at thirteen. Now, yeah. at fourteen, I have Oregon. Okay. At twelve team. Okay. Um, Bo Nix, this is your year, brother. Um, this is this is your last year, and I know T. I know you don't like my man, but yeah. um, this is his last year. Um, like you gotta, you gotta do something this year if you wanna, if you even wanna make the NFL. Uh, you getting a lot of first round hype, which is crazy to me. But, um, yeah, this is your year to to show the world that you can actually carry your team, and that you can put Oregon into the college football playoff uh, conversation. So I got Oregon at fourteen. Once again, I think last year I know they started off rough. Yep. But um God, who was that? They blew, they got blew out by uh Georgia. Blown out by Georgia. Georgia took it. I was at that game. They took them boys to the woodshed, man. Yeah, that was that was embarrassing. But they kind of put it together on late in the season. Um and so I will put them at 14. Am I on 14 now? Is it my turn? Yeah, I'm so you had think, you had Texas at 12, Notre Dame at 13. I think I'm gonna 14. put Oregon at I think I'm gonna have Oregon at 14 as well. Um, like you said, Bo Nix. Well, I mean, as much as I don't like him, I gotta be honest. He played really good last year. I can't yeah, even did. hate on him. I gotta be straight up. He looks a lot more like mentally prepared for when he makes mistakes and and stuff like that that he wasn't at Auburn. Um, so I definitely would probably go ahead and put them at 14. They have a really good team. Um, I think Dan Lennon has did a great job recruiting up there in Oregon. Um, so yeah, I, I think for me, I think they did a really good job in the transfer portal to picking up certain guys. So yeah, I would have to put them at, you know, I would have to put them at four, 14 for me. But so yeah, I agree with you there. Who you got at 15? So at 15, man, I'm actually gonna turn some heads with this one. Oh lord. At 15, <laughs> at 15, I'm gonna put the University of North Carolina, the Tar Heels. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Let, let me let me make this clear again. Doug gonna love this part because he's a big Tar Heel fan. You got oh, yeah. the University of North Carolina at number fifteen in the country right now. Mm -hmm. And I know their defense. You gotta explain that one to me, bro. You I know their defense is trash. I know you it is. Do that one. I know their defense is trash. But you once again, do that one, bro. I'm sorry, <laughs> I, I can't. Once again, I know their defense is trash, but they got Drake May. At quarterback, okay. Drake May is easily the second best quarterback in the land in conversation for the first best quarterback. Yeah. And when we get to when we get to you know later on in the show when we get to that section, I'm gonna talk a little bit more about um pretty much what I think the Heisman is gonna look like this year. Yeah, I think the, I think North Carolina is gonna have an electric offense once again this year. I think Drake May is going to lead them to a lot more wins. I mean, last year was his first year as a starter. You know what I'm saying? I know yeah. he's going into his junior season, but I think he's going to be play smarter. You see what I'm saying? And I think mm -hmm. he's actually going to lead the team 
two victories. Okay. Um, what they finished nine and three last year? Uh nine and four. Yeah. Nine and four. They finished nine and four last year. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. Nine and no, because they lost to Notre Dame, they lost to Georgia Tech, they lost to Clemson, and they lost to NC State, and they lost to Oregon. So no, they went eight and five. In the bowl last game. Year. So eight yeah, and five eight last and, year. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. Eight and five last year. I think they're gonna go. I think they're gonna get nine wins this year. I, shoot, honestly, I think they in conference. They might mess around and get ten. Okay. Who? I know. I know. I know you, it's tough. Man, you hot taking. I know it's tough right now. I know it's tough, but I think North Carolina. I think they're gonna be a really good team. I think they're gonna finish third in the ACC. Um, shoot, I think they have a chance to make it back to the ACC championship game. Okay, I think they have a chance. I gotta go over this schedule. <laughs> okay, hey, yeah. So pull, pull up the schedule. Let's pull up the schedule. I gotta pull up I, my phone. I'm gonna pull. So North okay. Carolina plays. South Carolina, I think we kind of agree on that. I think that's a toss-up game. I think that can go either way. Um, App State, you know what I'm saying? I think they should win that game. App State's not what they used to be. Um, Minnesota, I I probably lean Tar Heels on that game as well. That game's in North Carolina. I can see them winning that. Pitt, that's one of those games that can really just go either way. Syracuse, they should beat. I'm not going to lie. They should beat Syracuse. I'll go ahead and say it. Miami, they should beat. That should be a win. Virginia, they're definitely going to beat. That should be a win. Georgia Tech has beat them now two years in a row, has had their number. I'm not guaranteeing that as a win for me, and it's in Atlanta where they struggle to get a win. Now, they should win that game. Yeah, they should win it. But I don't think they're going to win it because Georgia Tech has had their number. Then they play Campbell. Obviously, that's a dub. Duke. Duke is – this is not your old Duke, guys. This is a good Duke team. I, they should have lost to them last year. This game is in Carolina, though. So they that could go either way, but Carolina probably should win that game. Then they play Clemson at Clemson. I don't think they're winning that game. Then they play NC State, another team that has had their number for the last decade pretty much, and it's at State. I'm probably going with NC State on that game. So yeah. how many games do I guarantee they probably should win? So, so on mine – like when I counted it up, I had ten. Oh, so you saying ten? Yeah. I think, so I, think nine, I, I think nine is possible yeah. for Carolina. I think it's possible. Now, will it happen? I don't know, but I think it's possible. I think I think the really the only three losses on there, like three potential. So Clemson and North Carolina State were my two losses. So I thought yeah. they was actually going to start ten and zero from based off the ones you just said. Because I think yeah. that South Carolina game, I think North Carolina should win that game. Because mm-hmm. they just have a better offense. They just play. They they have they, a better, they do have a better offense. They, they just have a better agree. offense. They should yeah. it, it unless South Carolina, unless South Carolina actually just locks that offense up. I don't see them outscoring North Carolina. Like I think it's I think it should be a shootout. I think North Carolina should win shootouts. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. When you got like I said, when you have pretty much arguably the best, pretty much the best quarterback. Um, on the East Coast, the, the yeah. best quarterback on the East side of the country, you should win every single shootout that you win. You should win every single shootout. So I would say North Carolina should. They have a chance to start 10-0, in my opinion. Um, I know it's tough, but like you said, <laughs> if, they, if they tighten up, if they tighten up, if they beat Georgia Tech, Miami, Duke, all those games where they, they defense basically lost in the game yeah. or – you see what I'm saying? 
And yep. they just tighten up just a little bit. They just get a little bit better. We're looking at a team that goes nine and three, ten and two, and sitting in the eight in, in the ACC championship game for a second year in a row. Mm. Yeah. Bring, if you want to, if you if we want to bring up Florida State schedule too. Okay. If you can. So I got Florida State schedule pulled up right here. So Florida State plays LSU. I think they lose that game personally, but That's it doesn't matter on the conference side. Then they play Southern Miss, should be a dub. Then they play Boston College, should be a dub. Then they have the big showdown in Clemson. I think that's a loss for Florida State, personally. Yeah. Then they play Virginia Tech, should be a dub. Then they play Syracuse, should be a dub. Then they play Duke. I think that game's going to be a lot closer than what people are probably going to give it credit for. You know what I'm saying? Then they play Wake Forest at Wake, that probably should be a dub. Then they play Pitt, once again, should be a dub. Then they played Miami, which is their last conference game, should be a dub. Notre okay. Dame, and then they play North Alabama, should be a dub. And they play Florida, which is another non-conference okay. game, should be a dub. So they can okay, still yeah. typically so, win like, yeah. in second place is what I'm saying. And, and so that's the tough thing about Florida State is because yeah. they have really good out-of-conference games that they can yeah. actually lose. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. But the conference yeah. schedule that they have is easy. Is, is, Besides yeah, Clemson. pretty much. They, if they can get past Clemson, Florida State should go undefeated, really. Yeah, to be honest. yeah, yeah. You're right. If they can get past so that's, Clemson, that schedule that's tough. Really that's tough. You you said they play Duke, right? They, they got Duke, Duke and Wake. Yep. Okay, they got Duke and Wake Forest. See, I don't know what Wake Forest is looking like this year. Wake but Forest I just, is unknown. Nobody really knows what they're going to look like yeah. with Miss Griffiths. Nobody really yeah. knows what to expect from them at this point. Nobody does. Yeah. So I think That's, Wake Forest is a big unknown at this point. Yeah. If if Wake Forest is the Wake Forest that we've seen like the last two years, if they just anything remotely close to that, I think that Florida State game going to be a trap. Yeah, it could. It could. It, I it think could. it's gonna be a trap because they shoot. They almost beat Clemson last year in the yeah, shootout. Exactly. Yeah. You know yeah, what I'm saying? It, it so definitely could. I think. Um, and I mean, Florida State yeah. just lost the wake last year. So I mean, that yeah, one. There you go. Right up. Could. See. Right. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Like, I just, I think I know I'm high on North Carolina. I know having them at 15 yeah. is really high. That threw but off the I whole think, schedule of the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I think that offense, man, I think they Ooh. actually going to be special this year. So give me North Carolina at 15. Who you got at 15? Not North Carolina. I can tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Doug. I'm not going to make you happy. Not North Carolina. Um, let's make this kind of quick because we, we spent so much time on that. I'm, yeah. I'm going to have Kansas State at number 15. I, I, I like them a lot. Okay. Bring up uh, bring it, bring up the, uh, bring the, the okay, thing gotcha. again. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. please. Okay, yep. so you got K State at fifteen. I'm actually gonna put um. Let me put TCU at sixteen. Okay. Um, so yeah. At um at sixteen for me, I'm actually gonna go uh TCU as well. I like them at sixteen. Okay. Yep. Seventeen. I'm gonna go K State. So at seventeen for me, I just went K State. So I'm actually gonna go Oregon State at seventeen. Okay. Oregon State. Um. Actually, I made a mistake. At 17, let me put Oklahoma. Or excuse me, at 16, let me put Oklahoma. I meant to put them there. Yeah. Cam, you hot. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Let's let's bring off camera. Hold on. So you put Oklahoma there. You put Oklahoma where now? Um, I'm gonna put so TCU at 16, Oklahoma, or excuse me, uh K State at 17, and you got Oregon State, Oklahoma at 18. So you're okay. Talk me through the Oklahoma eighteen thing. This, yeah, I'm not understanding that one. So Oklahoma, in my opinion, 
Um, how do how does the Big Twelve Championship work? It's a free for all, right? Um, well, they got they, those new teams in there this year, so I don't know if they still have divisions or not. Okay. I'm not sure. If they still um, have, I'm not gonna lie. I don't, I'm not sure if they still have divisions. So this is year two of Brent Venables. Three. Oh, it's free for all. It's free for all. It's You're free. Right. I thought I thought it was okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep, it's, it's year two, right? For uh, yep, under Brent Venables. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. Um, Dylan Gabriel said a quarterback, right? Yep. Um, that's that's pretty much my rationale behind it, man. They just returning. They just getting better. I know last year was a tough year for last year was tough. Yeah, last year was tough. Yeah. Like that was that was tough. But at the same time. I just feel like, you know, to me, I feel like it's more of a shock, in my opinion, to have TCU at 16 for me and for you mm-hmm. because um, they got absolutely shellacked last year and they lost a lot. Yeah, they did year. lose a lot. But they've you know done a good job in the transfer portal, too. That's why I have them at 16. Yeah. They took a lot from Alabama. Um, yeah. I think they got JoJo Earl. I think he ended up going to there. Okay. I think they got Brock Meyer. They've got a couple guys okay. from Alabama that they took from their roster. And put over okay. TCU. I don't think TCU's fall is going to be as bad. And Sonny Dykes is a great coach too. Um, yeah, I don't think their fall is going to be as bad as everybody. Like, I think some people think TCU is going to completely fall off the earth and be like a uh, uh, top forty-five. A scrub. Team. I don't yeah. see them like that. I think they're going to yeah. still be a top 17, 18 or so team, in my yeah. opinion. So where am I at now on my rankings? You on eight? You eighteen? So I say Oklahoma eighteen. Who did You're I put 18. at? Who did I put at seventeen? I had Oregon State, correct? Oregon State, yeah. So at 18, I'm going to go ahead and put Wisconsin. I think Wisconsin is going to be really good on the field longo. So go ahead and give me them at 18. Pull it back up real quick for me. Yep. Got you. Appreciate it. Um, trying to think who all I missed. Mm, let me do Wisconsin as well, matter of fact. Okay. That's Big Ten. Yeah, let me put it. Let me do Wisconsin. Um. As a Big Ten, they actually do divisions. Um, yeah, they still have. Yeah, they still have divisions. But yeah. but Michigan, Ohio State, and Penn State all in the same all division, in the same right? One. Correct. Yeah. So Wisconsin should actually be in the Big Ten championship yeah, this year. Exactly. They should. Um, yeah. So yeah, I I I like that Wisconsin at nineteen for me. Who you got at nineteen? So have I picked or I picked Oregon State? I put them at. You go. You got Oregon State at seventeen. Yeah, seventeen. Okay, that's what I thought. Okay, so at so now I'm at nineteen, right? Correct. Yeah. Okay. So at 19, I'm actually gonna go. Um, I'm gonna go Ole Miss. I think Ole Miss is gonna kind of be an underrated sleeper team this year. I think they're gonna be really good. They got that running back Junkins. I think he's a really good player. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. They, I think they're gonna be really good. So I got them at 19. So let me ask you too about Ole Miss real quick. Yep. Quarterback is it yep. Sanders or is it um? Is so it I Dark? believe I. So. I, I would guess Dart is going to be their starting quarterback going into the season. I think Sanders is actually a better quarterback, if that makes sense. But I think Dart kind of knows the offense better because he's been there longer. Um, yeah. But I do think Spencer Sanders is actually a better quarterback than him. Okay. In my opinion. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um. Okay. Get at twenty. Give me Oregon State. Okay. Um. Yeah. Give me Oregon State. Uh, I mean. They got DJU, but we'll see how that goes. So give me, yep. give me say that 20. Who you got? So at 20, I got Oklahoma. Okay. 21. Let me get uh let me get the University of South Carolina. 
Mm, okay. Talk me through that one a little bit. So you put you put South Carolina at 21. I kind of agree in some shape or form. I do think South Carolina should be ranked, especially they after the way they ranked. Ended. Yeah, especially yeah. after the way they, they ended their season last year. They they should be ranked. They should be ranked. The way they ended that season last year, man, big wins against Tennessee, uh uh Clemson, you know what I'm saying? Like just huge, huge yeah. program changing wins, like yeah. legitimately like South Carolina was ooh, like Spencer Rattler, tough. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it was it was a rough year for him up until that Tennessee game. And then he just turned it around. And when you look at when you look at his season stats, you might think, oh, he had a really good year. Nah, he just turned he just turned it on the last three, four, five games of the season. So um South Carolina, they returning quite a bit. Um uh, defensively, I think they have a lot to be excited for. Yeah. Um they're they're solid. They're always gonna be solid for some some reason. Somehow they always got yeah. Their run defense, yeah, their run defense yeah. sucks though, but their their cornerbacks are always yeah decent. always gonna yeah. be good. So, um, I think South Carolina offensively, I think you got a veteran quarterback in Rattler. Uh, you got Juice Wells, who to me is one of the better gadget players in the country, yeah. wide receivers in the country. Yeah. Um, running back room is solid. So give me South Carolina at 21. I feel like, <clears throat> excuse me, I feel like just based off of what they did last year and the momentum that they have going into this year, they should have been ranked. Yeah, I agree. Uh, at 21 for me, I'm, I'm going to put Chapel Hill there, kind of for the same reasons you said earlier. Um, you know, they have the best quarterback on the East Coast. I don't think nobody's really going to argue that yeah. at this point. So I'll put them at 21. Okay, 22. Pull it up. Pull it back up for me. Yeah, I got, got Tulane at 22. So you got Tulane at 22, okay? So at 22 for me, I'm actually going to go the route you just went. I do think South Carolina should be ranked, and this is where I would rank them, right behind Carolina. Um, I think they would be 22 in my opinion. Juice Wells is an absolute stud. I know people think I'm a hater because I'm a Clemson fan, but I'm also a realist. South Carolina, they're building something. I don't know if it's going to be like national championship-wise well built, but they're building something that could be something. I'm not even going to hold you. Um, yeah. they have a really good running back in Juju McDowell. Um, wide receivers, like I said, Juice Wells, Spencer Rattler really has stepped up. A lot of stuff out of Columbia saying he looks even better now. Um, if they can get that defense together, like run defense mainly, they might can be something. So I'm gonna put them right yeah. there, right behind Carolina. Let me ask you this too. Jaheim Bell, did he go to Florida State? Florida State. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And he was from South. Yeah. Yeah. Now he now he a problem too. Uh yeah. 23. 23, I got old miss. Um, same reason why you said solid, yeah. solid team experience. Um, quarterback situation for me, the reason why they're a little bit lower because I just don't know who it's gonna be. Yeah. Um, but like you said, it's probably gonna be dark to start the season. But Sanders been in college for about six, seven years now. Yeah, he might mess yeah. around and take the job. Pull right. up the list for me again, real quick. Yeah, gotcha. Um, and then so you you on 23 now. Yep. So for 23, I'm taking Tulane. I think Tulane is probably the best power five team in the country right now, a group of five, Mm -hmm. excuse me, team Mm -hmm. in the country. They bring back their coach who I thought was going to Georgia Tech. I thought he was out of there in Billy Fritz. So I think they're going to be pretty good this year as well. So I'm going to go ahead and put them at number 23. Okay. Uh, 24, give me – should I do it? Should I do it? Should I do it? I'm gonna just say Kansas, okay? Because I like what they did last. I year don't think that's as crazy as people are gonna people are gonna hear this, and they're probably gonna slander you for that take. Yeah, I don't <laughs> think that's a horrible take though. 
I really yeah, don't. I think they With first six Jaylen games of the season. Back too, I, I think yeah. they're going to be okay. Yeah, exactly. They first six games of the season last year showed me with Jalen Daniels, show me what they should be this year. Yeah. Um, so I think Kansas is going to be solid. Uh, give me nah. tw- give me Kansas at 24. So Seven at 24, wins. Yeah, I, I can see that. 24 for me. I'm going to go ahead and put Texas Tech there. I think Texas Tech okay. can be really good this year. I think they showed a lot of bright flashes last year. Um, so, yeah, for me, I would put Texas Tech at 24. Okay. Um, I'm going to put uh, – man – I'm thinking about this. I don't know, bro, because 25 is tough because this is really your friend's team. They barely holding on to a spot. You know what? I'm going to just say it. I think Duke actually the 25th best team in the country. I don't think that's crazy, bro. I don't – once again, that's not a horrible take. I wouldn't put them at 25, but that's not crazy in my opinion. I think Duke is going to be really good. Riley Leonard is is a really good quarterback. I think he's an NFL caliber quarterback in my opinion. Um, Yeah. I think Duke is – I think people are sleeping on Duke. I think people mm-hmm. think this is the old days Duke, that they think this their older brother's Duke, and it's not. Mike Elko probably should have won coach of the year last year. Um, he mm-hmm. took a team that was three and nine and flipped it around and made them go nine and three. It's pretty mm-hmm. amazing um, yeah. at a school that's not known for winning football games. So, for yeah. me, I think Duke at 25 is not really that ridiculous. Um, I think it's actually a pretty good take. I wouldn't do it. But I can understand why you have that logic of taking them at 25 because I probably would do the same. Yeah. Who you got um, at 25? So for me, 25, I'm not putting AM in there. I just don't believe in them. And Iowa has no offense, so I'm not putting them in there either. Give me UCLA at 25. I know they lost a okay. lot. I think UCLA is still a good team. I believe in Dante Moore. This is the most talented. I think me and you might have talked about this a couple months ago. This is probably the most talented quarterback that Chip Kelly has ever had that he's actually recruited. Um, okay. so I would put UCLA at you know number 25 in my opinion. Okay, I like that. Yeah. So just to run through it real quick, and then we'll move on to uh lastly, um, probably after this, we can move on to uh conference championship predictions. Yep. Does that mm-hmm. work? Yep, and then maybe uh and then we might be able to squeeze in Heisman predictions too. Yeah, but so let me read let me read our top 25 real quick. So this is the Cam and T podcast top 25. Uh so Cam has Georgia at one. T has Georgia at one. We both have Michigan at two. We both have Ohio State at three, and we yeah. both have U. Or excuse me, uh, LSU at four. Yeah. At five is where we start differ. At five, Cam has USC. Uh, T has Alabama. At six, Cam has Alabama. T has USC. Seven, we both have Penn State. Eight, we both have Clemson. Nine, Cam has Florida State. T has Washington. Ten. Cam has Tennessee. Uh, T has Florida State. Uh, 11, Cam has Washington. Uh, T has Tennessee. 12, Cam has Notre Dame. T has Texas. Um, oh, man, I just realized I didn't rank Texas at all. Uh, <laughs> and Cam at, at 13 has Utah. T has Notre Dame. We both have Oregon at 14. Cam has North Carolina. Tar Heels at 15. T has Kansas State at 15. Uh, we both had TCU at 16. Cam has Kansas State at 17. T has Oregon State at 17. Uh, Cam has Oklahoma at 18. And T has Wisconsin. Cam has Wisconsin at 19. And T has Ole, Ole Miss at 19. Cam has Oregon State at 20. And T has Oklahoma. Uh, Cam has North Carolina at 21. T has South Carolina. Or excuse me. 
Cam has South Carolina at 21. T has North Carolina at 21. Mm -hmm. Cam has Tulane at 22. T has South Carolina at 22. Cam has Ole Miss at 23. T has Tulane at 23. And Cam has Kansas at 24. T has Texas Tech. And at 25, Cam has Duke. And T has UCLA. Yeah. Um, so I think we got a really good top 25. I, I think so, um, too. I, I left off Texas. If I were to put them anywhere, I would have probably put them. They wouldn't have been as high to me, though. I probably slid them. Um, I would have probably slid them down to, like, 17 and and moved everybody else down one. So Duke would have been – Duke would have fell out and Kansas yeah. would have been at 25. I don't yeah. – I just don't ever believe in Texas. That's all yeah. that really is for me. Yeah, I about um, to say, you haven't been big on Texas the whole time. Yeah. Yeah, but I do understand why they are ranked high quarterback wise. Quinn Ewers is one of the better, uh, better quarterbacks in the country. Um, Hudson Carr went. He transferred where? Purdue. He's at Purdue now. Okay, he's at Purdue. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um. So yeah, I think uh, ultimately, um. Yeah, I just let's just move on real quick to uh, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's go move ahead on if we can. So let's conference championships. Yeah, conference if, championships. Yep. Okay. So let's, let's so, go ahead and jump into that. Do you want to go ahead? You can go ahead. Yeah, I was just gonna say. Um, let me start. Let's start with. Uh, let's start with you know the conference that we you know our team is part of. Yeah. Uh, the ACC. Yep. Um. So I will say for me, I have. Um. And you probably agree, but um, I think the ACC championship game this year is going to be the best championship game we've seen. In God, in. Oh, yeah, I, I would. I, I would make the argument. I think this is going to be the best conference championship ever for the ACC. I got Clemson and Florida State. Yeah, I got Clemson and Florida State. I think this is going to be the biggest conference championship game because we're the best two teams in the conference, hands down, all time. And this is the first time, to my knowledge, that we face each other in a conference. Yeah, I think this is the first time ever. Um, and this should be the first time that we play each other twice in a year. So, yeah, Clemson, Florida State, ACC championship game with Clemson winning. Yeah, I agree with everything you said. I got Clemson and Florida State off rip. I think it's a close game. Give me Clemson, Florida State. Give me Clemson in that game, though. 35-28. Okay, good. 35-28. I would say mm, – give me – we'll do uh, – yeah, 35-28. Yeah, I do the same. Uh, okay. Let's go uh, – let's go SEC. Okay. Um. Oh. Go ahead. You got it. Okay, so the, for the SEC, for me, um, this is going to upset some people. I don't think Alabama gets there this year. I don't think Alabama makes it to Atlanta. I think it's going to be the LSU Tigers that make it to Atlanta. And y'all already know Georgia's going to be there. Um, and to be honest, I, I could see both of those teams pulling up undefeated there yep. um, personally. I, I could see it. Uh, so for me, I actually, if Georgia and LSU play tomorrow in Atlanta, I'm tempted to go LSU, bro. And I'm going to tell you mm -hmm. why. Because Georgia, they're going to go undefeated on their schedule. They're mm -hmm. going to go undefeated, and they can lose to LSU as long as it's close. They're getting in. They're mm -hmm. getting in. Those kids know that. Those coaches know that. They know that. I'm tempted to say if LSU pulls up, maybe they have one loss to somebody. I don't know. They do play Florida State. They do play Alabama at Alabama. I probably will say I think Georgia is going to be the SEC champions, but it would not surprise me at all if LSU wins it. But I think we do get Georgia LSU in the championship here in Atlanta. And I think Georgia wins on the likes of like, you know, 21 to 20 or something like yeah. that. I think it's yeah. a close game. 
I actually agree with you. I that's who I had on my I had Georgia and LSU. Yeah. Um, Alabama, they got to figure out. They got to figure out that quarterback situation. I don't think they're really confident about it. No. Nope, um, so I I got Georgia LSU as well, and I'm I would take Georgia, um, just to just to be on the safe side. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I would say Georgia wins. I do think it's gonna be a close game, uh, 23-20, something like that. Uh, and I don't think it's gonna be something crazy, crazy score. I think it's gonna be a nice defensive matchup, um, and some really good plays by um, Jaden Daniels, um, uh, for uh, or Jaden Daniel for uh, LSU, mm-hmm. and then um, Brock Bowers, Georgia tight end. So, uh, yeah. so let's move on real quick to um, let's go to the Big Ten. Yeah. Okay. Um, and for me in the Big Ten this year, I'm actually going for a rematch of last year, which I believe was Michigan and Wisconsin, um, if I'm not mistaken. And so give me give me Michigan and Wisconsin. I think Michigan, I hate to say it. I know people going to hear this and be like, oh, you, you just salty from the loss that we gave y'all last time. I think Michigan owns Ohio State right now. And it's been I mean, two it's years. Hard, it's hard to argue that it's, right now with, you know. Uh, the last yeah. two years, you know, it's yeah. kind of hard. To- I, I think Michigan has a shot to make it to the college football championship game, not just the playoff, but the actual championship game this time. They shouldn't have lost to TCU last year, to be honest with you. Um, But I think they're going to make the championship game this year. Give me Michigan, Wisconsin. I don't think it's going to be that close. I think it's going to be like 40 49 27 or something like that. I don't think it's gonna be a close game. Yeah, so last year, uh Michigan actually played Purdue in the um oh it was Purdue. Yeah, it was Purdue. Yeah, okay. So uh, I do agree with you with the same two teams. I do think Wisconsin gets there this year. I think now that they're going to an air raid type offense with Phil Longo, I think that actually could help them. Um, to be honest, I think that's gonna attract more recruits. It's going to be able yeah. to spread them out. They already have a good O-line, so they O-line going to be able to block. We already know them boys up there in Wisconsin can block. So I could definitely see it being a a, a conference championship game of Michigan versus Wisconsin, but I do have Michigan winning again and finding themselves in the playoffs again for the third straight yeah. year in a row. I would have Michigan winning pretty big too, probably like 43 to, to 15 or 14, something like that. I think they win yeah. pretty big for Wisconsin. Yeah, I, yeah, I think that's going to be a blowout. I think, yeah. Um, let's move on to the Big 12. Yep. Um, so for me, the Big 12, since it's a free for all this year, I actually have, um, I actually have Texas in there. So I know I just said I didn't have them ranked, but mm-hmm. um, I do have Texas in there. And then, um, I got Oklahoma. I think okay. Texas and Oklahoma going to be the Big uh, Big 12 championship. And that's no disrespect to, um, is it TCU, K State? No disrespect mm-hmm. to them. Um, but like I said, I am higher than most on Oklahoma because I think I believe in Brent Venables in his second year. Um, and then Texas kind of just they should be the best team in the conference right now. So this is gonna be the first time we disagree on teams, man. I actually have Kansas State and Texas in the mm-hmm. Big 12 championship. I think Texas is gonna be better than what they've been. Um, you know, I think they're gonna be better this year. I'm really a big believer in in, you know, uh what's my guy, Xavier Worthy. He doesn't get Enough talk about as a really good wide receiver. I like Quinn Ewers, as you said, but I think Kansas State is another team that kind of gets slept on nationally. And you know, I, I really could see that being the conference championship, in my opinion. Yeah. So you got 
Texas, K-State. I got mm-hmm. Texas, Oklahoma. What's your score prediction for that one? I forgot to say. I would probably go – for me, I probably would go Kansas State. I still think Kansas okay. State is a really good team. I think I can see them pulling off the upset. I know I had Texas ranked higher. I can see Kansas State pulling off the upset. Give me Kansas State 28-24. to 24. Okay. K-State won it last year, right? They did. Beat yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Give me – Give me Texas uh, for the first time in a minute, 28-21 over Oklahoma. Okay. And then last but certainly not least, the Pac-12 or whatever it's called now. Yeah, I'm about to say the last year of Pac-12 football, man. Yeah. Crazy. Um, You go ahead first. Give so me for me, the Pac-12, I think Utah comes out because they, they really are the most dominant on their side of the bracket. So I think mm-hmm. Utah definitely comes out and – you know, I've been battling. I've been telling people on TikTok, I think Washington is just as good as USC, man. I really wow. do. I think they could be right up there with them. Um, but I am going to go USC. Um, but I would not be surprised if Washington gets there either. But I would say USC versus Utah. And I think Utah gets USC again, again. this year. Wow. Yeah. I think Utah wins again for the third year in a row. Give me Utah 43-38. Do they play in the regular season? I believe they do. Um, let me check here, but I believe they do play during the season. But I actually have Utah winning that conference again. Um, so they do. They play in Southern Cal um, on the twenty first. Yep. That's crazy. They yep. played. They played. They played each other twice last year, right? Yep. And Utah mm-hmm. won. Utah won, won both, both games. Them. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Well, shoot. Hey, Utah man. I so I got I got the same. I got USC and Utah. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's not really much to say. I mean, same two teams as last year. Yeah. I think Caleb Williams, I think he actually gets over the hump this time. And yeah. I think he pushes USC into the college football playoff with a victory. So give me uh, give me USC over Utah. Give me uh, – I'm going to say it's going to be a shootout, man. Let me get 42 uh, – excuse me, let me get 49-42. Yeah, okay. That's that's I could I could see something like that because I think both of their games last year were pretty high scoring too. Like the yeah. one they had in Utah was like forty two to forty one or something like that, and then the one they played in the in the conference championship, championship was high, high scoring yeah. as well. So I could definitely see something like that. Um, last thing, Heisman. Who do you have okay. winning the Heisman? For me, man, I, I'm going with Kayla Williams. I still think he might be the first quarterback that can go back to back with it. I think he's just so talented. He reminds people a lot of Patrick Mahomes, which I think is going to help him when it comes to Heisman time. If they are looking at like a 10-1 and, and one season at the end of the season or 11-1 and one close to that, whatever, before the UCLA game, and then he puts on a show in the UCLA game and gets them to 11-1, and one, I think I, I think he runs it back. I think he might win both years, like back-to-back. Yeah. So I actually have um... – I, I'm gonna list my top like four. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think in fourth place would be Blake Corn, Michigan. Um, I just think Michigan they're gonna put somebody up there from Michigan. It's probably gonna be him. Um, yeah. But I wouldn't be surprised if even Donovan Edwards made it up there for them. Yeah. I think Michigan's gonna have both somebody. really good. Yeah. Both yeah. really good running backs. I think they're gonna have somebody in that Heisman ceremony. Um, Jordan Travis is gonna finish third place in my opinion. Florida State. Um, I say Caleb Williams finishing second. Okay. Um, because I just find it hard to believe they're gonna give it to somebody two years in a row. They always yeah. gonna find something. You know mm-hmm. how they do. Um, but I think Drake May is gonna win the Heisman this year. 
for North Woo! Carolina. Really? Yeah, I got Drake. Oh, is really high on North Carolina this year. Yeah, at least it's their offense. I mean, I think Drake may um once again, I think in my opinion, he has to live up to the hype this year. Yeah. Because that showing that he had against Clemson got a lot of people thinking that he's actually not that good. I mean, the last me. really the last four weeks, he struggled against yeah. Georgia Tech, he struggled against NC State, he struggled against Clemson, and he struggled against Oregon. So, so I mean, I, the points they, are kind of in a way balanced. Yeah, I I see what you're saying. They trying to they trying to say that he probably got figured out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but ultimately, I think he's going to live up to the hype this season, and I think he's going to win a Heisman. Mm. I have I have Drake May, well at least right now in preseason hype I got Drake May winning the Heisman, but it could change throughout the season. Anyway, Ooh, it probably will. You had some hot takes today, brother. I ain't gonna yeah, lie man. to you. Yeah, you man. You had some hot takes today. We're not doing the draft today, you guys, because it's yeah. all we already ran way. We always say we're gonna do a shorter podcast and it end up being being the longest one, man. Tell bro, it's hilarious, bro. But no, when you when you put North Carolina at fourteen, I had I had the talk that one through i'm like yeah. wait hold on what but no mm-hmm. man another good podcast man another good episode man if you haven't already subscribe to our youtube channel man at the cam and t podcast subscribe to us on or follow us on tiktok instagram we're on all that link is in the bio and all of our social medias so definitely go follow us there but man another good episode man and next week kim we'll be talking about games bro like actually taking God. place so next week when we come in here we'll be talking about Okay, we got USC and San Jose State. What happened? It's just kind of good that we actually have games, and then we'll be previewing college football next week with actual games that will be happening. So yep. this is really the last kind of like chill where we got to kind of make up what we're going to talk about <laughs> today. Yeah. This is the last episode of that. Like we're going to have yeah. con- content from here going forward really to February. To um, February, man. And really on I'm, into basketball season. So, yeah. I'm, I'm so excited. Yeah. yeah, I'm excited, yeah. man. It's who well, we almost there, man. Appreciate it, Doug. Uh yeah, appreciate everybody, love, everybody man. watching, man. Um, you know, shout out to y'all. You know, as always, this is fun. I think this is probably one of the funnest ones, man. I ain't gonna yeah, hold you. Sure, I like sure. going through that top 25 that we did. Um, but ultimately, man, I'm excited. It's gonna be a great season. Yep. Um I can't wait to get into the, the college football things. I can't wait until we do because like upcoming. So this season, what we're gonna do? So weekly, we're going to be giving um, kind of rankings of you know power rankings, award rankings. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like this year, so th- today we did a whole top 25. Probably won't do that again until maybe later on in the season. You yeah. Know, when it's, when college football playoff uh, time mm-hmm. comes, but we'll do you know maybe a weekly top five or top ten. Um, we'll do a weekly, you know, Heisman ranking list. Yep. Um, you know, we might do best team in the conference, you know what I'm saying, every week mm-hmm. or something like that. So we're going to keep it going, man. Um, TikTok, we just grossed over a, a, a million likes. Shout out crazy. to y'all, man. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to y'all. This is crazy. A million likes um, on TikTok is crazy, bro. Shout out to y'all, yeah. man. So um, so we're going to keep it going. As always, subscribe on YouTube, Twitch, uh, follow on all platforms. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Um, and we're going to keep it going. Yeah, man. For sure, man. Another great episode. Like I said, I just want to give a schedule update again. In two weeks, we will be in Charlotte for the North Carolina-South Carolina game. 
So we'll be out there in Charlotte. If you're out there, come up and talk to us. Um, we definitely going to be there asking questions similar to what we did in Spartanburg. It'll be more college football centric. So definitely pull up if you're in Charlotte. Then the week after that, we'll be in Atlanta at the Falcons for against Panthers game down at Mercedes-Benz Stadium doing the same thing. Um, so we're ex- extremely excited. We got a lot of good stuff coming for y'all this week, uh, this this year, really. Yeah. Um, we we got we got a sponsorship coming that we're super excited about. You know, telling y'all about soon. And once again, shout out to y'all because we wouldn't have had that sponsorship without y'all, like really rocking with us, honestly. Um, so shout out to y'all. And uh, man, just another good episode, man. Cam, is there anything else you wanted to say? All right, man. Once again, great episode. We'll see you guys next week, and we will actually be talking about football games. So we're extremely excited. We thank y'all for all the support and love. Peace out. We love y'all.